And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. Here he is, Michael Savage. Well, it's Nipper and I today with a little news of the world, W-H-O-R-L-D, because it is a whirl. I know I have to explain a pun, which makes it not a pun, but living in the illiterate world of the rapper who rubs his crotch and gets 50 mil in the bank, jank, you have to explain things to people today since the level is uh, at a different level. Savage. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, gold Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989-898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989-898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989-898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989-898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. It'll fail in the Senate. Uh, If I can use the House term, it'll be dead on arrival uh, when it comes over. Uh, But it'll still be the same policy, even if Mayorkas left. We're going to have the same result because we've got the same president who's driving the policy just like we did under Trump. To me, the biggest story of the week is that the Republicans show their true colors by not impeaching the Department of Homeland Security chief, so-called Mayorkas the head of our Secret Service, basically, all of our uh, intelligence agencies, is the man who pried open the border or is the front man for the George Soros machine and the other nefarious characters who are destroying America with the illegal invasion. You say you've heard this before. Well, maybe you have. Well, you're hearing it again. Borders, language, culture, been the center of the Michael Savage show since the beginning. Liberalism is a mental disorder since the beginning. I noticed that Glenn Beck noticed liberalism. Thanks, Glenn. Shout out to Glenn. Thank you very much. You're the only one in the media who actually recognizes there's someone other than themselves in the business. Uh, The other clowns make believe they invented it all. Thanks, Glenn. The Republican sellouts should be thrown out of office. And what good is that going to do? We all feel powerless. I told you that. We all feel powerless. And every other day, it's about Donald Trump. Now, I told you again, I will vote for Donald Trump. 
if he makes it to the ballot. And I'm putting a big if on that. I hope he does. But you know, there's something else in life other than Donald Trump. How much Trump can we take? We know Biden is absolutely brain shot. Worse than ever. I mean, it's going like this now. The shuffling. Do I have to explain it to you again and do a pantomime? Do you know what this means? You know what that looks like on the world stage? The strunge walks like this, the strunzola, especially the skinny back. That's what we have for a president. No wonder we're a laughing stock in the world. The crime wave is out of control. Where black, black teens are running into Apple stores and stealing phones with impunity in California. I'm sick of it. The governor passes the buck and says he can't do anything because it's the legislature who passed the, you know, you can steal up to $950 without getting arrested. That's executive order. The cops can't even arrest these animals. They go in the store and steal anything they want. Carjacking people in Oakland, California. There's a certain set of gas stations over by the Oakland airport that the cops will not even patrol in Oakland where the teens, the minority teens, hold people up in their cars as they're returning them to the uh, car rental places. They fill up their gas tanks there before returning their cars. And the teens, the minority teens, carjack them, steal all of their uh, belongings right at that set of uh, gas stations over by Oakland Airport. Wow. Unbelievable, the country I'm living in compared to the country that I grew up in that I worked so hard to make a better place. Because I remember what JFK said, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. My whole life has been given over. Of course, self-interest. Of course, it's a given. If I'm not for myself, who will be you, the heckler? If I'm not for myself, who will be? Nobody. But if I'm only for myself, what am I? Then I'm the heckler. Well, I'm not a heckler. I've spent my whole life trying to better this world. Factory worker, social worker, teacher. I've done a lot of things to try to make a living, to do well for myself, my family, and for the world. I cannot believe the state of this world today. I wouldn't, if someone had told me that this is what it would lead to, I would never, I would say it can't happen here. It has happened here. That you have an overtly senile man in the White House who belongs in a rest home. He has Parkinsonian dementia by any definition. Ask, well, I keep saying it to you over and over again. Any second year medical student as near as 10 years ago would have recognized the symptoms of Joe Biden. So it's Jill Biden running the country. The aging hippie social workers running America. It's George Soros's weakling psychotic son goes in and out of the White House like Al Sharpton. They substituted Soros Jr., the son of Soros, for Al Sharpton, who used to go in and out of the White House. That, that's the, ne- the next incarnation of what we have running the country. You got the Israel Hamas war. Biden didn't even know the name Hamas. A reporter had to remind him he didn't know who they were. Maybe he thought it was Halavar or something like that. He couldn't remember the name. It's sad. You can't mock something like this. You could just beg God to give us relief. I've had a rotten week. I was in the emergency room Sunday night. You know, I, I'm i not one to share my personal problems with my audience and try to milk it for everything it's worth. I am not. There are those who would. There are always those who would go on Instagram in the emergency room. I'm sure we will soon have people on Instagram as they're dying uh, of cancer, showing the last second for the last minute of uh, 
of, uh, of fame or something. I don't do that. But I was taken away by the meat wagon Sunday night into the local hospital for something to happen to, to, I'll say, I'll give it to you simple. My leg, blood clot in my leg, which could have killed me. And I've seen four doctors this week, which is why I've done no TV. It turns out that I'm, I'm, I'm recovering. And I'm back right now for the first time. And, uh, you know, you get a taste of the other side pretty quickly. And, you know, as an older guy, you live with this anyway. But it reminds me of something I must tell you. I, I realize just came through right now. Nipper, should I tell him what just came to me? Nipper says yes. So if you'll bear with me, I'm going to go get a book. A certain book that I read from before just dawned on me that what came to me as I was going through these travails of mortality once again, which we all live with. I love to go to a certain mall during the day to get a chicken sandwich sometimes, and I watch the teenagers coming, and they look so carefree, and I'm so happy for them. I'm not one of these old people who is bitter and looks at happy teenagers and says they're stupid and youth is wasted on the young, wasted on the young. No, I love it. It's beautiful to watch them. They're so happy. They're carefree. Not a care in the world. It's beautiful. It's beautiful to see happy, happy children, teenagers. It's beautiful. Thank God they can still laugh. So in the morning, in the morning, in the morning, I got to find it. You know, I, I don't plan these things. You got to forgive me for not planning better. There's, in the morning, there's a set of prayers. I'm not a religious person. I'll be honest with you. I go in and out of religion. I mean, I believe in God with every, with every strand of DNA in my body. I want to thank Watson and Crick for that. I have to give credit where credit is due. So I remember I was in college in the 1950s, if you can believe it. And um, when the structure of DNA was discovered by Watson and Crick, it was such a revelation. It was astounding, by the way. Unbelievable. The double helix. I don't think they taught that to the rapper who's got 50 mil in the bank, Jank. You said DNA, they'd pull out a gun and try to shoot it or carjack it. So there's a prayer upon arise, arriving, arising for the Orthodox Jewish person that thanks God in the morning for restoring their soul within them. In other words, the first thing they think when they wake up is, I offer thanks to you, living and eternal king, for you have mercifully restored my soul within me. Your faithfulness is great. That's number one. That's what you do when you wake up. Then you wash your hands. And this is amazing. Blessed are you, Lord, our kingdom, verse, who has sanctified us with commandment and commanded us concerning the washing of the hands. But the next prayer is the one I'm going to read to you. Then I'm going to stop with the prayer. Blessed are you, Lord, our God, king of the universe, who has formed man in wisdom and created within him numerous orifices and cavities. It is revealed and known before the throne of your glory that if but one of them were to be blocked or one of them were to be opened, it would be impossible to exist even for a short while. Blessed are you, Lord, who heals all flesh and performs wonders. So now this prayer was written thousands of years ago prior to the, uh, I would say, the modern knowledge of anatomy, which is why... This is such an amazing prayer. Revealed and known before the throne, that if one of them were to be blocked and one of them be opened, it would be impossible to exist even for a short while. So the ancient Jews 
knew very well how tenuous life was, probably through the uh, treatment of injuries through accidents or war or being attacked by an animal. And the wise of the tribe wrote that prayer, recognizing that any one of these myriad highways of corpuscles that run through our bodies, any one of them could be opened or blocked and we'd be dead. How many of us even think about that? You, you can get say, well, why would I think about that? I don't know, maybe it would humble you. You think the politicians think that they're mortal? Nope. Savage. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. Headline, Nevada's first presidential primary attracts only 16% of voters. You know we're all fed up with the election already, incidentally. I, I personally could care less. I used to say this on the radio. We have, You know why we have perennial elections in America? Because it's a dictatorship. I, I've said this to you for years. You think I'm going to get involved like these people on Fox News? Oh, this primary is. We're going to be covering that primary tomorrow. And the next second, we're going to cover another primary. And this one's moving up. And that one's moving back. And this one's edging out. And she's edging back. Then they said you and I had to go with it. Are you joking? People don't care. They're burned out already from it. What we do, we live in a dictatorship punctuated by votes. Every once in a while, we get a fake vote. And basically, who's running the country is anyone's guess. You could say anyone you want. Obama, this one, that one. Tucker Carlson goes to interview uh, Putin, which is great. I'd love to hear what Putin has to say. Maybe we learned something. Hillary Clinton, all the others on the so-called liberal left, liberal, the fascist left, want him in prison for interviewing Putin. That's the world you're living in? Freedom of speech. He's about to be banned in the EU. Welcome to the club, Tucker. I was banned in Britain in 2009. I didn't even know I was banned in Britain until I read it on the Drudge Report. Woke up, <laughs> I'm banned in Britain. I said, God, there goes their famous dental care and the uh, famous English cuisine. But it wasn't a joke. I was banned for things that I said and things I didn't say, set up from the U.S. government with their friends in the English government, the British government, to forbid me from entering England. To this day, I can't go there, and I love the English people. And so how did that happen? Well, now he's going to get a taste of being banned for freedom of speech. That's the world you're living in. That's like Zelensky being called, we're supporting a democracy. Zelensky, who banned the opposition parties, closed down the opposition radio and TV stations, closed down Orthodox churches. That's the democracy we're supporting under Zelensky, the perverted comedian who put his schmendrick, waved around the schmendrick on a piano. That's where your tax dollars are going. And the biggest liar is that Schumer. He disgusts me as a Jew. I hate Schumer. He's the worst Jew on the planet. Hey, Chuck, you're an embarrassment to the Jewish people, Schumer. You lying pig, you. Schumer had the nerve to say that if we don't give that thieving comedian in Ukraine another couple of hundred billion dollars, Americans will be fighting in Europe very soon against Russians. Let me show you the illogic of that. The illogic is that Russia has not yet conquered this little country called Ukraine. How can they conquer all of Europe? nor would they want to conquer all of Europe. The reason the war happened is because Zelensky came to power 
as an anti-war candidate. Get it through your stupid heads. He ran as an anti-war peacenik. And since he rubbed a piano's keys with his schmendrick, he was a perverted da dancing comedian. They loved him. They figured a peaceful guy like him is not going to drag us into war. Now you've got 600,000 Ukrainian men uh, on the ground right now. That's a whole generation of Ukrainians are dead because the people behind him, the Nazis in Ukraine, used the Jew, as I said to you, to push this war. And I also told you a year ago that we're going to see waves of anti-Semitism. I said it to you, and I'm not a prophet in a way, but I am in a way. You know, what is a prophet? Meaning people who can see further ahead than most people. That's all. Doesn't make it like it's some secret thing. I said with a, 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 magna, a, a, a crystal ball. I could see ahead of people. I've always been able to see ahead of people because I've trained myself to do so. The thing is, a year ago, I said we're going to see waves of anti-Semitism unseen in 80 years. I thought first it would come from Zelensky being Jewish. He became Jewish during the war. Before the war, his Jewishness didn't matter. But the minute his Jewishness became a selling point uh, where he could play victim, he suddenly became Jewish, Zelensky. It's sickening for me to have to tell you this. You know, sometimes the truth hurts. And I predicted there'd be waves of anti-Semitism, which, by the way, is now occurring because of the Israel-Hamas war, which I'll talk about in a minute. Not yet because of Zelensky and the number of people killed because it's only Ukrainians have died and Russians. And the Europeans don't care about Ukrainians or Russians yet. But now that the lesbians who run the uh, Nordic countries, I don't know where the Vikings went, you would think that lesbian feminists, once they took over a country, would want peace. You would think, but I wouldn't. I wrote Xenon, X-E-N-O-N. I predicted what would happen when feminists, so-called feminists, took over the world. Next, they'll be castrating straight men. Read Xenon, X-E-N-O-N. It's only available on Kindle. Wow, I think I just sold three copies of 395. It's a modern-day masterpiece, but I have many of them. I'm a great producer of many masterpieces. What else is in the news that's worthy of talking about? Sickening. I called News of the World, W-H-O-R-L-D. Remember I read to you when I started in radio, Shadows on the Wall, Plato Republic, Shadows on the Wall. It's all a charade. Trump is a charade. Biden is a charade. Republicans are a charade. Democrats are a charade. Shadows on the world. It's all about fundraising. Okay. What's this guy? Kennedy, bigger charade. Turtleneck, bigger charade. I call him Moonshine Mitch. McConnell, Moonshine Mitch, I've been calling him for years. Hasn't been stolen yet by Jesse Waters. <sighs> Why would they attack Carlson Tucker? Cucker Tolson. I call him Cucker Tolson. I like that. That's an interesting twist of the name. Cucker Tolson, years ago when he was on MSNBC and he wore a bow tie, was actually a Putin cynic. Oh, yeah. Cucker Tolson was a cynic of Putin when he was on MSNBC. It's okay. People change. It doesn't mean he's a phony. It means he changed. He grew up. He threw away his bow tie got a straight tie, and did a great job on Fox News, and then got, made a fortune, then got fired. Savage. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. What now? What else?
else is in the news, and the rest is I don't even read it. You know, most of us don't. When I was sick for these four days, carted off to the emergency room. I tried not to go to the emergency room, but my legs started to swell. You know, I don't know what happened, actually. Lower leg. Thank God it wasn't in the thigh, because the thing about DVT is that if it's in the thigh, it could run up an artery or a vein, a vein into the heart or, or into the lungs or the brain, and you're dead. So it's very worrisome. It's in the lower leg, thank God, because they don't travel directly to the uh, lung or to the to the to the heart. So, but I've been in severe pain for four days. I hate pain pills. All I've been taking is stuff I never take. I took ibuprofen, which I avoid like the plague. I took Tylenol, which I avoid like the plague. Only the ibuprofen worked because it reduced the inflammation. And I won't take the pain pills and stuff like that. I'm trying to avoid them. And I haven't been really focused on the news. I turned, you know, you, you really do realize what a waste of time it really is. For, for months now, I've been thinking, why am I even doing this? Why am I going on Twitter? What the hell is social media? You know what I came to, which I said to you a year ago? So social media is solitaire. You, you haven't heard that yet? It's the new solitaire. It's all of us at home. We think we're doing something by playing solitaire. You could, you could call it mental masturbation, if you'd like, in a more vulgar fashion. Social media, being on social media and thinking it matters is solitaire. You're playing cards with yourself. And then you realize it has no eternal value at all. So what the hell does have eternal value? Let me ask you, Nipper, what has eternal value? I don't know. I just walk down the street and pee on every bush, <laughs> says Nipper. I don't know. Don't know. Don't know. Robin Williams used to live on the street I live on sometimes, and he had a little dog. And uh, I had my dog, Teddy, at the time, and his little dog would pee on a bush, and then Teddy would pee on the bush. <laughs> and Robin said to me one day, he said, it's their tele he said, that's their, I, he said, that's their general store, their telegraph. That's their telegraph or something like that. It was very funny. It was very funny. He said, no, that's their telegram station, he said, which is very <laughs> funny. It was actually quite funny. He was a very nice guy. We never talked politics. He's a psycho. He was a psycho leftist. Yeah, they all are, all from Hollywood. I don't know, drugs, sex, and rock and roll does it to your head. So I've been watching a lot of movies with my leg elevated up in the air, which is good. I'm glad they said, sit still and elevate your leg. I said, great, I can watch a lot of television. Unfortunately, it's Black History Month, and I can't take a, a Black History Minute. I've had enough of it. I don't like propaganda of any kind. So I tend to watch older movies. TCM is awful this week. Trick, garbage. It's the same thing. How many times can you run Sidney Poitier again? So uh, last night I watched two good movies. I watched um, Serpico, which I'd seen years ago, and I watched it again. It showed the gritty, dirty New York before Giuliani came along and saved it. And I said, look what these did to Giuliani. The man actually saved that city from liberalism, and now they're persecuting him. They want to kill him. What, what, what they've done, what they did to New York, they're now doing to every city, state, and county in America. Liberalism is a true mental disorder. It really is. It's really a mental disorder, which is the title of this podcast today. Liberalism really is a mental disorder. They're repeating the same errors over and over again, which is the mark of insanity. They're still calling for defunding the police in areas where the minorities are out of control carjacking, robbing, breaking into Apple stores, 
They want less police. That's because they work for the cartels who are bringing in the drugs. And that's because you see liberals, you think are not, they're not good. They're fronts for the cartels and the criminal gangs. Just think about that. What, what, take my theory that all of these people who are breaking into the stores, robbing things in California, they're not selling them on eBay largely. They're kicking them up to a fence who's selling them. Who, who is the fence? Who are the fence? Organized crime. Where does the money go? Politicians. Gangs of New York kick it up to the corrupt politicians in Tammany Hall. It's now Tammany America under Joe Biden. The Stakito bust out on steroids. So when you hear liberals screaming, defund the police, they're working for the gangs or the cartels. How smart do you have to be to figure that one out? Who else would say a thing like that? Haley vows to stay in race, plans Dallas rally, because there's money in it. Doesn't matter if she can win or not. You know how much money they make? Then you can spend it on your own stuff now. They changed the law apparently years ago where you can spend campaign money on personal stuff. There's a fortune. I was told that two years ago to set up a pack. No, no, the last election. Someone said, set up a pack. You can make a fortune. I said, what for? Because you can use the pack money for yourself. I said, I don't need that. Number one, I wouldn't do it. Number two. And number three, many of you don't know how many of the phony conservatives cashed in on PPP money. You have any idea how many fake conservatives there are in this business who scream that they're all patriots how much government money they took. They're against welfare, but they took it with COVID money. Who's that big phony from Los Angeles who runs a fake university online? I forget his name. One of the types in the synagogue I used to hate. I forget his name. Self-righteous phony. Anyone knows who I'm talking about? What's his name? Let me look on the comments. Who's the fake who has a fake university online? Not Pelosi, a fake conservative who thinks he's great. I don't know. What's his name? I don't know. Uh, Prager, Prager, Prager. He wasn't the only one who took the PPP money. Look it up. See how many of your famous conservative patriots who wrapped themselves in the flag, who are against welfare for poor people, took hundreds of millions of dollars, if not billions of dollars, not individually or collectively, from the government. Then you'll know why they're all full of So there you go. How do you feel today? Have I done enough? Are you feeling good now? How are we feeling out there, ladies and gentlemen of the savage nation? This is just the beginning. There'll be more another day. Supreme Court justice indicate they'll keep Trump on ballot in landmark case. Oh, again, Trump. Okay, thank God. Okay, great. I could sleep tonight. God. Two moms say they were drugged and raped by Bahamas resort staffers. Cruz never told them about travel warning until after assault. Ugh. Who would go to the Caribbean today unless you're insane? You're telling me the people who are native to the Caribbean islands, I don't mean the Indians who were there before the Africans were brought there as runaway slaves and then slaves who then took over the islands and now it's their islands for at least this time. You think they want you there? I worked in the Grand Bahama Island in 1965, ladies and gentlemen, of the Savage Nation. 1965, I worked in Grand Bahama Island, and the uh, black folk who were indigenous to the islands hated all the white people who were there then and there. I knew it. 
they really didn't want to uh, spend their lives serving us drinks and saying, yes, uh, I didn't blame them either. Two moms say they were raped by Bahamas resort staffers. No kidding. Iraqi military slams U.S.'s factor for instability after Baghdad drone strike kills Iranian-backed militia leader. Uh, trans volleyball insanity is a sp- What's the, how could a trans person play women's volleyball in a sane country? I'm baffled by any, why anyone lets this happen. If a person's a trans, I say God bless him. If you're a guy who wants to feel like a woman, you should have a trans league. I've said this before. Set up a trans sports league. Don't compete with women. You're bigger and stronger than them. And for you to be that cowardly that you have to make believe you're a girl to beat up girls, you're really a sick person. You're really a sick, and, and you know, even sicker as a person who would believe you. Super Bowl, I don't watch it. I don't care about it. I went to one. I walked out in the middle of New Orleans years ago. Couldn't stand it. After the uh, burlesque show by Beyonce, I, I left. I almost threw up. I saw like a bump and grind from an ugly woman on the stage. I said, what the hell am I doing here? As it is, I don't like sports. I'm bored of them immediately. It's too slow for me. It's just too slow. I understand what skill it takes. Don't get me wrong. When I watch a guy catch a ball backwards, flying in the air, I say, that's amazing skill. But personally, I'm not interested in sports. So I remember leaving the Super Bowl in uh, New Orleans a number of years ago. My son got me there, tickets and all. I mean, I was thrilled to go there. Glad I didn't get killed in New Orleans. I enjoy the the food and stuff, but uh, I left in the middle of the game. People thought I was crazy. They said, how are you going to get back to your hotel in downtown New Orleans? You're going to risk your life. Eh, don't be crazy. I walk the streets in San Francisco. So like I am at the time, no longer. I walk out of the stadium and it's like a ghost town. Ghost town. Nobody there. It was like eerie. It was like the twilight zone. And I said, okay, this is getting a little tacky now, trying to walk all the way back to the hotel. Out of the blue, a guy comes up with a pedicab and says, would you like a ride, sir? I said, yeah, really? So we chatted, you know, I don't know how he fell on such bad times, this kid that he wound up. He's a white boy, got a degree in engineering and couldn't get a job. Oh, that's how, right, because he was a white boy with a degree in engineering, so he couldn't get a job. And so they were hiring people who rubbed their crotch who couldn't speak English. Uh, to teach engineering and fly airplanes. That's right. Savage. Home of borders, language, culture, the Savage Nation. A savage republic inside the plot to destroy America lays out the threats we face, prepare you for what's next, and offer solutions to save our republic. Please wake up and fight back before it is too late. You can buy it right now on Amazon or on barnesandnoble.com. A Savage Republic, Inside the Plot to Destroy America by Michael Savage. Thank you for listening. Share it with five others. Well, I think I've said enough. I know I'm going to go live again because I'm, I'm thanking God I feel good again, Nipper. Nipper, you know, when you come back from the other side or the near the other side where you start filling out your will, Nipper, and you start thinking about it's real, you really are not going to be forever, and you don't really get to come back and say, I was just kidding. I didn't really die. I just wanted to see who my friends were. You know, Nipper, it doesn't work that way. Remember, it just doesn't work that way. 
And once you realize that when it's over, it's really over, you start realizing what's important and what's not important. And to tell you the truth, I still don't know what's important and what's not important other than staying alive, staying alive, and staying alive. That's the instinct. Nobody wants to die. And in, nobody wants to die. And in Canada, Trudeau, that left-wing fanatic is euthanizing the mentally ill in Canada. This is something not seen since Hitler. I've warned you for 25 years that not only is liberalism, liberalism really a mental disorder, but it's a dangerous mental disorder. And never get that Hitler was a national socialist. And I was the first one in radio to decipher that for you. Oh, yes, others have told you that for years now. Oh, yeah, sure. But I deciphered national socialism for you was Adolf Hitler's party. And what we have in Canada is national socialism under Trudeau. And what we have emerging in America is national socialism in America, the one-party system. And if you want to see what the one-party system produces for the world, uh, look no further than Havana, Cuba. These once beautiful buildings are in, all in disrepair. There's garbage in the streets. People wear the ugliest of clothing. Only the poorest of the people remain those with high intelligence either went to work for the government as oppressors or fled the country or were killed. It's, it's like a, a nightmare what happens with the one-party system of the type that Joe Biden wants to create. So keep on dreaming the dream and keep on listening to Michael Savage as long as God gives me the power and the breath and the strength to be with you. I will be with you. And I very much enjoy this. You know, I'm going to do this in the very near future. There's a couple of very important podcasts I've not yet done. I may as well show them to you right now. Many years ago, boys and girls, many years ago, boys and girls, I was the head of a small research group called the Alzheimer's Research Institute, long before many of the hecklers were not even born, or they were all liberals who now became conservatives. And when I was working in the Alzheimer's research field as a lone ranger in research, I discovered a few things in my research and I wrote a book called Reducing the Risk of Alzheimer's. I can't put my finger on it. There's almost no extant copies of it left. I'm going to do an entire podcast on reducing the risk of Alzheimer's from my book. And then I'm going to do another podcast. I told you all my writings have been uh, collected by a major research library. But there's a couple of manuscripts that I didn't give them. And one of them is called Charles Savage, my original notebook. And you see actually writing? That's called writing, W-R-I-T-I-N-G. And I wrote this Charles Savage story. goes on quite a long way. This is a very valuable book in that library. I will give donated to the library when I'm through with what I decide I want to do with it. See, that's how you edit before computers, before MacBooks, before uh, whatever programs. You do it this way. You cross things out and you draw lines. It's a work of art. This is actually beautiful. I look at it. No one does this anymore. So it's actually a beautiful book. It's about the history of Charles Savage. And you say, wow, how the hell is that? I'm Charles Savage. Well, 
Charles Savage story outline. And um, I tried to sell it in Hollywood. It says 1974. I swear to God, it's from a literary agency from 1970. I got all the letters rejecting it. <laughs> Houghton Mifflin rejecting it. <laughs> Michael, thanks for sending the novel Charles Savage by M. Trueblood. It is fun to read, but a little too sensational and not enough literary for us shades of Taipei. The proposal is returned here with blah, blah, blah. So it's an interesting story about Charles Savage that's based upon an actual journal that I actually found in a museum, in a whaling museum in Massachusetts. It's a long story that I can't do right now. Here's another one I sent to Berkeley, California, someone who was going to sell it for me. Dear Dr. K, under instruction. I'm going to do this separately. It's going to be the story of Charles Savage. And that is because... As you know, my family name is Weiner, Viner, in the European vernacular, V-A-Y-N-E-R. In English, it's W-E-I-N-E-R. I'm very proud. I love the people who think that that's a put-down when they call me Wiener, 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 like she's in the second grade. Yes, under Michael Weiner, I wrote many books, famous books in health, nutrition, botany, herbal medicine. I'm very proud of it. And while my ancestors were writing books and reading books, the... Uh, people who try to ridicule the name because they don't understand anything. Their ancestors were cleaning latrines, cleaning toilets or chimneys and swinging in trees. So I come from a very literary background of literate people, let's say literate people. And then when I went into radio, I chose a stage name, Michael Savage. And it was based upon the journals of Charles Savage, which I've not really explained before. But since I've been uh, on the other side this week and came back, I thought I would tell you the story of Charles Savage another day. It's a fascinating story because the journal of Charles Savage is so shockingly revealing. I actually found the journal, 1808, in the Whaling Museum of this man, a shipwreck, and what he did. I was so fascinated by it, I became obsessed with Charles Savage, and I decided to take his name, and I became yours truly, Michael Savage. Now, hold on now. Doesn't Bob Dylan have another name? Isn't it Zimmerman? Is that a shame that he should have a name Zimmerman? You're going to read Bob Zimmerman, Bob Zimmerman, Bob Zimmerman. He's still a great musician, isn't he? Moron. So you get the picture? So I'm going to tell you the story of Charles Savage. I'm going to tell you about reducing the risk of Alzheimer's and whatever else God suggests I do for you in the near future, in the middle future, and in the far future. I thank you very much for listening. And that's it. It's been a lot of fun, Nipper. Let's say bye-bye now to our friends over on the other side of the uh, screen here in this thing called solitaire that I play with YouTube. <laughs> this is also solitaire. You know, the beauty, the beauty of social media like YouTube, it's also solitaire. I mean, I know you're out there, but I don't, I don't see you. I can't look in your eyes. I can't scent you. I can't hear you. 
but I know you're there. It's like 2001, isn't it? It's a brave new world. Not everybody can make the transition. This man was born in 1942, and he's made the transition into 2024 when he never thought he would make it to the year. Oh, I never thought I'd make it to 1992. But here I am, and there's a reason for it, Nipper. And if I violate the reason, I won't be here another second. Because when God gives you another chance, Nipper, when God gives you another chance, Nipper, if you don't do the right thing, that's all, folks. Savage. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and you'll learn something from it. We have about 400 other episodes available for you to listen to absolutely free. You can go back into our vast library of podcasts and listen to any one of them at any time. And remember this, if you want to listen to my podcast ad-free, sign up for the Savage Premium Membership and get access to ad-free podcasts as well as some premium content from our Savage Archives. How do you sign up for those ad-free podcasts? Please visit michaelsavage.com for a link. Again, thank you for your listenership. This is Michael Savage.